Thank you for choosing From Friend to Weeb as your podcast for today. This show contains spoilers, adult content, and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to From Friend to Weeb. I am your host, Thomas Bowman, and today I am back with one of my favorite guests, Mr. Jeff Baca. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. It's just wonderful being everyone's favorite. <laughs> you are my favorite, that's for it, sure. It's a heavy load to carry, I'll tell you. Oh but yeah, my shoulders are broad, so you know I'll do what I can. <laughs> I'm sure everyone loves you as well. So we are back. We had mentioned last time you were on, we had watched My Hero Academia, the first couple episodes of season one, and you binged it. And we said we would get back when you hit season two. So here we are. Yeah, I hit season two like the next day, <laughs> <laughs> and then I then I had to pump the brakes. I'm like, wait, I can't watch all these, but I really I'm into it though. Like it's very compelling. Yeah. So. A little behind the curtain scene here. Um, we are not even a week after our first recording. Well, no, it's a week after our first recording when we did this. Um, the viewers, you may not hear this yet. I'll probably postpone this episode just so I'm not just having the same person back and again. I want to get a couple different things in. But yes, yeah, so for the viewers' interests or for knowledge, this is a week after our episode. You binged the rest of that series. And Not so, the rest of the series. Well, <laughs> the rest of season one. Season, yeah, yeah. And I did have you watch the first episode of season two because it's essentially just uh, a recap for the most part. Uh, yeah. It was like at least 50% recap. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, how did you feel about season one? I mean, the rest of it. Oh, yeah, dude. I I loved it. Um, like I said, I um, it, so it, it's it's pretty cool that you see like you see the trajectory of the of the strongest hero in in there right away they're just letting you know yeah this guy ain't going to be around forever you yeah. know like he's he's getting he's getting bad he's spiraling like he started out he started out this you know this pinnacle of superhero powers and you know the strongest uh, hero ever and as as this goes through, they're whacking away at him and just chopping him down. Um, he luckily, you know, shared his powers with the uh, new kid uh, Midoriya, and uh, he's who is not really, you know, he's the quirkless wonder, and he's not really qualified to use the power yet. So he yeah, not yet horribly every time. Yeah, right, right, right. So yeah, no, I th- I think it's I think it's very compelling and. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm interested, for sure. All right. So we did get to meet pretty much all of the Class 1A, which is the uh, going to be the main class that we're following in the series. What did you feel about them, the other characters? Um, I Well, I, I like a lot of them. I like the, you know, his buddy, the floaty girl, and I suitably hate uh, his nemesis, the one that always punks him. <laughs> uh, you don't like Bakugo yet? No, nah, he's a jackass. I think <laughs> I think later on you may you may change your opinion. Okay, I may. Okay, so I get that he's got like I got from the beginning that he's got like low self esteem problems. Like he's always trying yeah. to prove something, you know. And he 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 talks so big because he really doesn't feel that big. Yeah. You know, he feels like he's always try, has to show off so that he can be you know the the biggest tough guy, and he's. He's not like he's he's got a decent power, but he always feels like he has to he has to bluster. He has to peacock around all the time. 
Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him now. Um, I like I like uh, the floaty girl. She's cool. Okay, so uh, Uraka. What, what's your name, Uraka? Your your your, yeah, Uraka. I think Eureka, something like that. I I still don't. I can't pronounce half these names. The uh, the frog girl's a freak. I like her. Uh, um, she is Suyu. Suyu, yeah. Oh, explain to me how the Deku thing works. Like it, it, they started or uh, what? What's the uh, Baka? What Baka? Bakugo. Bakugo um, called him Deku to like make fun of him, but now he like yes. proudly calls himself Deku. Yeah, well. That's because uh, the Uraka called him Deku because she thought that was his name because, you know, him and Bakugo go back. So she thought that was like his nickname. Well, he's like, well, that's actually an insult. But you know what? I'm going to use it as my name. I want to change this word. Yeah, yeah. So He reclaims Deku. Yes. And it, I would wonder if it actually means something in Japanese. If I Deku thought it did. Let me. Uh... Why else would it be? Why else would it be an insult? You know, unless it actually meant like, you know. Uh, so it's with, one who can't achieve or do anything. Oh, okay. Who can't or can't? Mm -hmm. Can't. Oh, so like useless. Like yeah. Deku kind of means, okay, I got you. That right. makes sense. Uh, how about uh, Ayoma, Ayome, Laser Boy, Laser Boy. The belly button guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's funny. I like, I don't really have much of an opinion on him. He's kind of, he's kind of weirdo. I like him. All right. How about uh, Mina Ashido? That's the, the pink lady. Pink lady. Here, we'll just go by pink lady. Pink lady. Which is that? The, that's not the, the giant. acid. No, she's the one that shoots like the acid. Oh yeah, I don't super remember her. I don't think she had that big of a role yet. Uh, okay. How about how about uh, engine leg? Engine legs. Yeah, the fast guy. Oh yeah, no, he's cool. Okay, so now I got all this background on him. Mm -hmm. From this first one, you know, because he's, you know, his family are all top-notch superheroes. And do they do they run a school, an agency? Yeah, right? they run H. So, like, the heroes have their own agencies. Like, the big top heroes have an agency with a bunch of other heroes working for them. Yeah, so he's, okay, he comes off bad at first, but you, you start to, you, you start to like him because his, uh, his motivations are always pure. Like, he's always trying to make everybody better. Yeah. But he comes off like kind of a bitch at first because, you know, he's like always like, um, actually that's not how you're doing it. You're doing it all wrong. You're going to embarrass everybody. Mm -hmm. Really. He's just trying to help everybody be better, but he, he comes off like, you know, like, he's, just like, yeah, he's like a very strict, like follow the rules by the book yeah. kind of guy. But yeah. I'll tell you, he's one of those characters you you just really like. How about the the dude, the dude with the tail? I don't know if we saw much of him. Oh yeah, so I'm still trying to figure out what that thing is. like. It's this giant prehensile tail. It's like a giant arm or something. Yeah, essentially, he can use it as like another arm, essentially. Oh okay, <clears throat> and he like he uses it when he runs, like he propels himself with it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's cool. Like I, I mean, I, I there's I've got little pieces of so many of them right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't worry. It, 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 they they do a good job at giving you all those little details you want and expanding most of these characters. Oh, uh, I I did like uh, 
the giant butt girl. <laughs> giant butt girl. The, the first one, the first girl you see in the in the series, she gets to, she turns into a giant and kicks the monster's butt, and they keep on zooming in on her ass. Oh, you're talking about Mount Lady. I think the you hero, in the one that we made fun of because her weakness is uh one blind alleys. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. So she's not in the class, but she is an no, no, actual hero. Yeah, of, yeah, she's one of the the big heroes. All right, how about uh the Electric Boy? You remember Electric Boy? Yeah, now he's <laughs> he's kind of funny. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, like he's he. I kind of got this all swishy glamour thing feeling from him is that like is he always like uh, i don't know is he um like concerned with appearances a lot and that sort of thing not really uh his main thing is just he when he uses his power too much he just gets brain fried oh yeah no he that's just there just uh... yeah yeah no i remember that yeah yeah he did he got all he got all uh special ed by the end because he went all crazy and yeah, yeah. How about, how about rock boy Oh yeah, he's cool. Now he's another one um, that's. I, I think he uh, kind of admires uh, Bak- Bakugo. Yeah, Bakugo. Yep. He he sees the potential in Bakugo, and I think he wants to be his homeboy. Yeah. So him and Electric Boy sort of uh, against Bakugo's feelings become his friends. Oh, okay. We'll put it that way. You'll see it in the future. Well, I know that he's he's kind of invulnerable to to Bakugo's power, to the electric power, so yeah. he can actually work with him. You know what I'm saying? So he's not going to die if he gets hit by the electricity. Yeah, and there's a bunch of others that were sort of no names at this point. Um, oh. You have Koda. He's a dude who can talk to animals. He looks like a he looks like a mountain. Like his face. He's got the weird looking okay. face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing him. Oh, and the uh, the the guy with the big lips, the yeah. sugar rat Sato, yeah, where he eats sugar and he gets buff, powerful. Yeah, yeah. Those two don't really you don't really see too much about them yet. Then you have Shoji, which was the the Batman dude we made fun of. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. So now let me ask you because I didn't get a very good feeling. Can he just? grow as many appendages as he wants or are those just the six arms that he's stuck with or he what? has those and i think he can grow others i don't i don't fully remember it's been a while since i've watched all this so yeah i think he can grow other like things off his arms or something uh oh. then you got ear jack lady <laughs> yeah and i didn't get her thing i saw that the ear jacks go and plug into her leg or something like that yeah so she can use those earplugs and she can put them in the ground for like uh checking out sound waves Okay. And she puts them in her like costume, and she can shoot out sound waves to hit the enemies. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, then you have Tape Boy. Tape? See which is... Oh, he, yes. He shoots yeah, like yeah, the yeah. tape out of his elbows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you got the Bird Boy. Bird Boy. I don't remember Bird he's Boy. He's the one. He's got like that. He's got the bird face. He's got the shadow behind him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, him. He becomes cool. He, you'll like him later, I think. Okay. Then we have Invisible Girl, oh, right. who's just invisible. Yeah, and everybody's all weirded out, even though they can't see her. They're like, oh, there's a naked chick next to me. I'm like, okay, dude, what, yep. whatever. Then you got <laughs> Momo, the, the chick who can create stuff out of her body. Okay. You remember her? Nope. <laughs> uh, 
She was in that fight. She was with Electric Girl, Electric Boy, and Earjack Girl. She created all the stuff to save him in that fight. You'll, you'll probably remember. No uh, idea. <laughs> all right. And then the last one we have here is Shoto Todoroki. He's half and half boy. Remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's going to be a big deal for sure. Oh, like they... he will be. He will be. Yeah. This, he's going to get... He comes, I'll tell you right now, he starts off this season just this cocky a-hole. He gets, he's got a really great story, and it gets, the story gets so much better at, like, Dude, where we're at now. The story, I got a villain vibe from him. Oh, it's complicated. To, he's got a villain. I'm going to say he's got a villain vibe from him, though. Like, he's got, he, like he's got a, another agenda or something. I'll tell you now, not no villain stuff, but the backstory and everything, you're going to see it here in the next couple of things we watch. You'll start seeing it unravel a little bit, like who he is and why he's such a dick. But <laughs> he he has some, him and Bakugo have some really great character growth Cool here within oh, these next like few seasons. Like you get their origin or something? Uh, not so much Bakugo yet, but with Todoroki, he starts off and you sort of just hate him. But by the end, you sort of understand them, and then within the following seasons, you're just like, okay, okay. Yeah, so, okay. Um, yeah, so running through the first season, what we, what you watched, uh, they had those little trainings in the buildings where you had uh, the first up was uh, uh, Speed Boy and Bakugo versus uh, Deku and Yuraka. Yep. Where it was All Might should have canceled the fight, but he didn't because he wanted to see him go out and... That was. What do you think of that little fight there? That was cool. I mean, I don't know what else you think. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> good fight. Yeah. And it showed the rest of them sort of do their quick little things. Um, not as intense as important as that first one, but they go through them all. Right. Get a couple just fly throughs, and then uh, you get to the point. They just do the regular school stuff, this and that. They had to choose the the school uh, or the class of representative. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Everyone sort of choose, or a couple of them chose Deku, but he didn't really want it. Right. Then we had that issue with like the news reporters trying to get in. And oh the, right, yes. And that's where you see uh, Speed Boy taking his uh, taking a stand, becoming all like, I'm not. Yeah, you know, being being a class representative, like he got nominated to be, because Deku was like, yeah, no, I think this guy should be it. Right. And and it seems like he's a he's a good one to do that too, you know. He's yeah. kind of the background and whatever for it. Mm-hmm. He's he's got that characteristics, but that's all this little minor stuff. Then we get to the good stuff. We get to the meat of this season. Uh huh. They go to that class to do that training for like the survival and the safety stuff. And you see the cool little space astronaut guy. He got a eraser head there. Now yeah. All Might was supposed to be there, but it gets hinted at that. He did a little too much hero work and got himself exhausted. He did so, three heroings in the morning. Yep. and Too much. <laughs> did way too much stuff. So they get in there. They're going to start doing this little class. And then here comes the villains. There's a bunch of them. Right. How do you, how do you feel I, about that? How would you they, like this? They broke in. Like they, they were saying that they broke in posing as... Uh, as investigator, um, as journalists or whatever. Mm-hmm. During that whole break-in with the journalist, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's how they got in there, and then you know you 
you got this guy. Uh, so the guy with the hands all over the place. Yes. That that weird dude and his. I, I mean, I got that his uh, his superpower is like he. I'm not sure if he makes everything like old and decrepit until it like falls into like dust sort of thing. Decomposing. The deco- okay, so, so if he touches something, it starts decomposing. Okay. Yeah, because he does that to uh, Eraserhead. Mm. Like Eraserhead's doing really well at first, you know. Like oh he's yeah, one's ass. He was killing it. Yeah, because they, you know he's trying to figure out what's going on because these guys, their their plan is they're gonna they're gonna kill All Might, mm. right? That, and it turns out that the majority of these thugs are all like B or C listers. Yeah, they're just little off the streets little thugs yeah little thugs they're not they're not good super villains they're just you know they got something happening but they're not that great and at first uh eraser heads jacking them all up yeah just, he's, he's doing great time, you know just beating them all up mm-hmm. uh, until they introduced um the big guy who's just a big absorber right yeah. he absorbs he absorbs all the powers and stuff. He's like, and then he, he uh, regenerates himself. Yeah. So uh, did you sort of catch what they were saying? Like normally people only have one quirk. This guy had at least two. Yeah. Multiple quirks. Right. So that's a little interesting thing to do. And then we had like the guy who can teleport, like sort of use his body as like teleportation stuff. Yeah. So that's how they all got in. They used that dude. And you have all these people attacking the, uh, all the class pretty much got separated. So then they're so, all sort of showing their fights with all these uh, groups of bad guys. Yeah, so here's the weird part that I saw. So you got the one good guy, the black hole guy. Yeah. Right? And then you got a guy that has a real similar ability where he just uh, – he makes like a, a portal or something. Mm-hmm. So – and they're going against it together, and like it's it's kind of a similar ability. So Yeah. I wasn't really sure what to make of it. Well, I mean, um, it's like just most things. I mean, you could have pretty much two of the same ability, but one used sort of differently than the other type deal. Yeah. So you had uh, basically it's sort of a teleport guy versus a black hole guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then I wasn't sure. So the black hole guy got really messed up. Like they, oh, yeah. he, like half his head disintegrated. Mm, he got jacked up pretty good. Yeah. But he was fine. So, oh, oh, and the other thing with the racer head is he's got to keep his eyes open the whole time for his ability, his cancel ability to work. Yep. Um, yep. And he's got this big brute just smashing his head into the ground. Oh, yeah. Right? Just bashing his face. And so, like, it's, it's pretty hard to keep your eyes open when you're doing that. Yeah. Um, and he realized, he's like, hold on. I was actually canceling this guy while he was mashing my head. So this guy, this might not even be a quirk. He's got to be super strong just all the time. Yep. Ain't that crazy. Yeah. So then we... Go ahead. We'll just get to the juicy parts. Um, yeah. You get to that point where uh, face the hand guy is going to take out that power of frog girl. But you got right. Midoriya trying to step in. And he yep. goes for that punch. Yes. Oh, he goes all out, and he hits the, which a Nomu, the bird, the creature thing. Yeah. He hits that Nomu, 
And he, he didn't break his arm. Up. It doesn't do anything to him. Yeah, no, it didn't hit him, but but he doesn't get jacked up. He doesn't break anything, which is which is the first time that's ever happened. Yep. And then there you go. They start to go in again, and then Eraser Head uses his ability one last time, and yeah. Next thing you know, everything's looking horrible. And then bam, it's all night. But did you did you notice something? <laughs> Give me some help here, buddy. He wasn't smiling. Oh right, yes, that's true. He was mad. Yeah, you know, because he always tries to save everybody with a smile. That's his trademark. Yeah. But he he was you can see it. He's feeling bad. He like I wasted all my time. And he got talked to in the beginning too. Like, hey, you need to not do this stuff and focus yeah. on teaching. Yeah. And. Yeah, out there blowing all your all so your now power. you see him like he he's mad he knows he's limited and he knows he screwed up yeah and and, then... he, and he proves it like okay so like he takes the last bit of his but like first he's just kind of feeling him out mm. seeing what's happening you know he he starts out by saying hey don't worry guys it's all handled you know i'm here now you're safe and then he goes after the the big guy mm-hmm and the big guy's absorbing everything he's got. Oh yeah. And then he kind of figures it out, although um, he like what he blows his arm off or something like that. Mm-hmm. Blows his arm off, and then the guy grows another arm. And then he's going, wait a second, you guys, you got multiple quirks, which isn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of he pieces it together. Wait, you're. Your power is just absorbing, which means there's got to be a limit to how much you can absorb. Yep. So, so then he punches the shit out of him. He goes beyond. He goes plus ultra. Plus ultra for 300 hits. Oh, and that was nuts, though, man. He went all out. Yeah. Yeah, he went all out, and then he basically punches him into orbit. Right now, I'm not sure if the little bling, you get when he after he shoots through the uh, through all the uh, <laughs> clouds, the little bing. If that means that he's just disappearing or exploding, or if it means that he's just out of sight, they, they he knocked him out. They did catch him later on. They show that they caught him later, on. or it may be the beginning of the second season where they show that. Okay, it's not anything too crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, and then uh, all might sort of at his limit, but then the four kids are going to help. You think about that, you got you got uh, Rock Boy, Bakugo, Half and Half, and Deku jumping in to help out. And they do, man. They put in some work, because then, you know, you got All Might trying to take out Hands Guy, then Warp Guy comes in there, and they get them all caught up, this and that. And Yeah. That may be sort of backwards, um, how that happened. Yeah. Uh, that might have happened before he punched the Nomu out, out of space. I don't remember. Yeah, but the thing is that, yeah, so he punches him. No, I think it's after because he's got to handle, All Might's got to handle the hands guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Midoriya sees that he's steaming. Like oh, he's yep, steaming, yep. He's not ready to transform back. He doesn't have anything left. Even though All Might keeps on saying, I got this, he doesn't really have it. No, he don't. He don't. And he knows it, but like he is actually turning down help. What like so the, like that's a problem. That's problematic. That's like some kind of crazy egotistical thing where he's like he knows he's going to lose. He knows he doesn't have the power to do it, but he's like you guys go ahead. 
but uh, Midoriya, Midoriya doesn't allow him to. He actually takes on the offensive because he's the only one that knows that he's about to, that All Might's yeah. about to And then, yeah, so at one point, he's going to try and take out Warp Guy. He's yeah. going to use his punch, and then hand comes out of Warp Guy. And he's yeah. going to touch. So much then, as, yeah, there's a shadow on his face. <laughs> never fear, though, because the teachers are there. And they, yeah. you just hear, pew, pistol, shoots the hand. And you got sniper guy out there, then all the teachers show up, save the day. Everyone's yeah. saved. I like my... Gunny guy. He's he's hilarious. And he I like that he's like he shoots all of uh all of the hands guys, uh all of his appendages, both of his legs and his arm. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, they well the bad guys end up escaping, the heroes come in or the teachers come in, save everybody, catch like seventy two villains, like yeah. low class villains essentially. Yep. Um all Might's about to go out. Deku's out, essentially. All Might's getting ready to be evapor, you know, back to deflated. Here comes uh, Kirishima, Rock Boy, trying to be like, oh, hey, you guys are. And then suddenly, boom, rocks from the ground. Come on, the, 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 the stone teacher dude. It's like, ah, yeah, we got this. He's going to see his, he's going to see the secret of All Might, which is. That he's not always all might. Yeah, he's, he's that skinny little dude. So you know, most Luckily, of the time. most of the teachers sort of know the situation. Yeah, and so and when she's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan," <laughs> and then uh, yes, you got the villains back at their base, and you hear someone talking like, "Hey, how did my project do? How are you? Like, what? How did everything go well? Like, oh, right, back at the villain base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's kind of gone. <laughs> we lost him." Yeah, but so that shows there's there's someone else involved. So that's going to be interesting, right? So so I didn't get um, like the hands guy. I didn't get evil mastermind. I mean, it might have kind of been his idea or something, but he for sure wasn't the you know he wasn't the kingpin of the operation. No, no. I will tell you, he does have his own glow up as well. You you we get to see him grow as well. Okay. As a villain, which is nice. Like I said, it's one of the things I like about this show. Even the villains, you get to see how they Develop. get better. Yeah, okay. So, all right. Then, yeah, so that's uh, that's season one. And we start, you know, you watch that point of the season two where it's just sort of a recap. And you sort of got uh, Ida, Iraka, and Deku talking about like, oh, what what are you being a hero for? And this and that. And then uh, All Might stops in like, hey, Midoriya, have lunch with me. And you right. see him just, hey, I can only do heroing. I can keep this form in basic mode for like an hour and a half tops. Right. Because he so, overextended. He went, was it plus ultra? Mm-hmm. What, what's the, what did the way plus they call ultra. it? They call it plus ultra. That's like the uh, motto of the school. Go beyond plus ultra. Okay. So he's, right. So he's he did that. And like he went way over, like when oh, he yeah. was, which is probably how he's. I, I guess it's how he's burning himself out. Yeah, so yeah, he dropped his hero time down by half, right? By yes. this incident, three hours. But before his big fight, before he could do it all day, right? Yeah, yeah. He, before he that incident all- five years ago, he could be all my twenty four seven. Then he had that right. incident where they messed him up. Then he. It's just been lowering since, and then he pushed himself too much, and now he's down to an hour and a half. 
Yeah. Okay. Tops. Tops. And so All Might's just like, hey, we need to train you. And we need to get you going. And then like, hey, this big school game's coming up. The big, uh, I can't remember what they called it. Yeah, uh, sports. The sports, sports festival, yeah. Sports festival. It's like, I, it's, you. It's like the Olympics to the, uh, of these uh, supers. Yeah, it's like, all right, you need to show yourself here. You need yeah. to show yourself. Mm-hmm. Let let the world know who you are. So that's where we uh, that's where we're Format. starting here for season two. Because okay, like I said we're skipping that first episode because it was like I said mostly just an intro recap thing. Uh, what are your thoughts here going into season two? What do you what are you thinking it's going to be like? Well, I mean, we're obviously going to see Midoriya get get trained. Sorry. Yeah, reminder popping up here um yeah you'll see midoriya come into his own for sure like that's kind of the purpose of the whole thing that's the main purpose but Mm -hmm. if uh if i'm getting any pattern here you're gonna get introduced to you know a hundred new supers that are all his (laughs) classmates and stuff and like I'll, i'll try and keep track like i have a hard time with you know three or four or five names but there's so many and they're not like now, Joe Ed, you know. <laughs> I'll give you the thing like the class 1A is who they mainly follow. Yeah. Then you'll have like the villains who are sort of important. Um, and not even ever like everyone in 1A is sort of important, but they're not like you could probably put them in categories like main, sort of like side main, side side main, you know, like of how like yeah, important they really are. Hmm? And then sticky balls. Oh yeah, the he's at the very bottom. Bottom run. You'll see. <laughs> and then uh, so yeah. So yeah, you know, let's let's just if you're ready, we'll go ahead and jump into season two here and we'll get some of that watched. Yep, let's do it. All right, we'll be back. All right, we are back. We watched episode two, three, four, and five. So four more episodes here for season two. What did you think? Oh man, it, it's great. This is uh, their uh, superhero Olympics deal that they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's good. So we got uh, Midoriya winning the first one. Hey, because you got his name right, Midoriya. <laughs> You're learning. Hell yeah. Um, essentially, the first one is just a, a, an all-out race over this uh, a minefield, right? Well, they had a couple different well, – they had a few different obstacles, right? So the first obstacle was the entrance, essentially. The yeah. Then they had the big robots. Right. Then they had, like, the tightrope thing. Yeah, then we had the minefield, which is where – that's where the action happened. Well, we can yeah, say that. yeah. Yeah, so, and it looked like everybody was just, at first, everybody was just trying to use their quirk. Basically, it was um, just brute force using mm-hmm. their quirk, however they could just power their way over it. So, obviously, the, the guys with the with the best quirks were leading the pack. Uh, you had the fire and ice guy and, the, and Bakugo uh, were just firing, you know, just just careening across without touching any of the uh, the mines while everybody else is 
exploding behind them. <laughs> I, I caught you period. laughing at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're little little in-the-air cartwheels all left and right. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, yeah, that, was, that was great. Yeah, and then um, the only person who actually had a strategy ended up taking the lead, which was Midoriya. Mm-hmm. He's uh, at the beginning. Well, so first he had ripped the panel off of one of the robots, right? Yeah, he found like the that plate. The and plate. then he the cut up the robots. Yeah, he just had to wipe off the one of the robots. And uh, then... uses that to dig up a bunch of. So they they were you know less than lethal uh, uh, landmines mm-hmm. <laughs> for just enough to send you spinning. Yeah. So. So he dug up, he used that as a shovel and just dug up a bunch of them. Yeah. Right? Got them together. And then somehow he used that that piece of metal to set them all off and ride it like a sled all the way down. <laughs> yeah. How'd you like that planning? You know, like what? I mean, did you think initially he was going to win? I mean, it's his show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I didn't know how he was going to win. Did you, like, I, did you like his how he won? Do you like how he won? Do you think that was suitable? I thought it was until the end, and I, I, I really liked it, um, how he, in the end, sabotaged the, the other guys that were in the front. Mm-hmm. Well, he, uh, he blew them up. He ended up, you know, because they were going to pass it yeah. at that very end. You know, he... he Rode his sled as far as he, far and as fast as he could, um, and then because you know in this situation winning is everything, and like that's I, I guess that's kind of the lesson they're trying to teach is that it it doesn't matter like this isn't a team sport, and this one you know you gotta you gotta shoot for being the top person. So yeah. he did he did the uh, the two more powerful guys or you know the guys with the quirks that work the best. He sabotaged him at the end, mm-hmm. blew them up, and jettisoned himself to the front, which didn't end up helping him out all that much in the next game, right? Yeah, so here he comes out victorious for the first round, and it turns out to be the biggest uh, downfall, the yeah. biggest issue you could have going into the next tournament because of that cavalry battle, which yeah. is where you had like groups of like two to four, they said. At least one person has to be like the horse, and then one person has to be the rider. Yeah. And you have to try and steal everyone so everyone else's points, which they had from like forty second place was like five points, forty one was ten, and it went up and up and up. So number two was two hundred and five points. Yeah, <laughs> Midoriya number one was ten million points. So it, that's a big jump from first to second place. Yeah, well that also, I mean, and just like you were saying, that just paints a huge target on his chest. Yeah. So everyone was aiming for him. Whoever gets the ten million, which okay, oh yeah, let's talk about the headbands. Yeah. So that's that's part of this. Uh, what, what do they call this this fight? A cavalry battle. Cavalry battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody has the uh, headbands with their team's total points across the top. Yep. So the the guy who's who's riding on the top wears wears that with all the with all the points on it, and. The uh, the goal is for someone else to come and try and snatch it off their head, and if yeah. they do, then and at first I thought as soon as they get snatched off, they're out of the game, but it's not true. Yeah, um, no, as long as if they touch the ground, if the rider touches the ground, then they they're out of the game. 
but yeah. you can't purposely make another rider touch the ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so he's obviously the biggest, the biggest target because if you add up all the rest of the points together, they don't even get close to the 10 million. It'll be in the, you know, thousand range or something like that. Yeah. So, um, so he's a big target and he's freaking out about that. Um, and nobody wants to be with him for that right. reason because yeah. they know he's going to be the biggest target. Yeah. So they had to make their own teams and no one wanted to be on his team. Right. Uh, Except for his one homegirl, which gave him the big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Godot Yuraka. Then they uh, went to, they went to Ida. Yeah. Like, Hey, I'm going to tell you this plan. Here we go. And he's just like, uh, great plan. Nah. Yeah. Well, his whole thing is he wants to prove himself and mm-hmm. he wants to, he wants to be better than Midoriya, you know, knowing that Midoriya is, you know, kind of being, uh, all might's right hand boy. You know, he, he knows that he's really the one to beat. So he, yep. he wants to beat him. Like that's his biggest, uh, goal. Yep, he doesn't want to be just piggybacking off Midori. He wants to prove himself. Which I mean, that's he. That's right. Good, good on him. You know, that's a smart move. That's a smart move. Totally. Yeah. So, so um, basically, um, Midoriya's team ends up kind of being the leftovers, the people that nobody really wants. Mm-hmm. You got the one girl who doesn't have any quirks, but she's her. I uh, I'm not sure if she doesn't have any quirks, but she's she's mainly a support person so she wants to show off the technology she builds so she creates, that's her that's kind of her quirk is that she creates all these technological you know yeah. and she wants to show that off to you know have like the people like oh hey she can make some cool stuff i want her yeah, yeah. so i mean she's got her own purpose in this but her her, her tool has helped out quite well oh yeah totally and, and then, then we had uh tokoyami Definitely. So we did. We haven't seen too much of Tokiyami. What do you think of him now after watching him a little bit? He's he's cool. So he's got he's the the shadow bird guy. Mm. Uh, he's essentially like a, a character in Doom Patrol who's got like this. It's called the negative spirit in him. He's got this dark spirit that comes out and it, it can project and you know make all these different forms or whatever attack. Mm-hmm. Except for in this case, his uh, his. His shadow spirit is a pacifist. Yeah. So he doesn't actually want to attack anything. Like he'll he'll help, but he doesn't want to he doesn't want to attack anything. At least in the sunlight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the sunlight is what like his kryptonite, right? Like. Mm-hmm. That, so if it's if there's no shadows, then he's not as strong. Just he's wait. Let's wait till you see him at nighttime or when it's shadowy. Oh man. Okay. That, that should be coming up soon. I think. Okay. Cool. So yeah, you had all these great combos of uh, teams coming at each other. Uh, what did you think of uh, uh, the B class? So the the, the B class, I, I I like that they're more uh, strategic. They're not the ones that are. They're not just relying on their quirks. They mm-hmm. they've actually got plans they're analyzing things they're seeing they're making uh they're making plans to how they could beat these people that probably have superior quirks to them because mm-hmm. like what they did they purposely 
came out like mid range on that first uh, obstacle, the, the 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 course, so they could observe and see what powers everyone else has. So then, going into that second battle, they have more knowledge. They can be like, okay, these this is what they're going to be able to do. This is what this team's going to be able to do, and they found a way to counter all that. That's smart thinking. Yep, absolutely. Of course, they just didn't realize how much of a dick Rakugo is. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, sorry, sorry. Uh, Eraserhead called it tenacity. Tenacity, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of very... speaking of Eraserhead, how did you feel about that uh, combo up there? Him and uh, President Mike. The commentary. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty funny. You got one guy who's the epitome of, you know, <laughs> excitable and, you know, overactive and stuff. And then you've got a uh, racer head. Who's just basically a walking coma. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and he's just like, dude, just calm down, whatever. Even though he's, got, you know, he's got stuff to add to the uh, commentary, but you know, he's, he, he gets, uh, he gets irritated by the other guy being so hyperactive. Yep. So in the end, throughout the cavalry battle, Midoriya's team did not come first. But they no, came, they, what, fourth? It, which, and I think that's the cutoff, right? Yeah, fourth. they cut off saying that they got fourth place. So we had Todoroki, you know, half and half. Yeah. His team, which consisted of Ida, uh, the chick that makes stuff, and then Electric Boy. They were uh, first place. Second place was Bakugo, the poison chick. Elbow Man <laughs> and uh, Kiroshima, the rock guy. Oh, right, yeah. And third place was oh, I can't re- Shin- Shinada? Shinada, something like that. Some uh, a character we, we've seen, they, they've put his face out there quite a bit, but a they, guy, right? yeah, but they haven't really said much about him, but they yeah. put him there, so I mean, that's a dead giveaway. It's going to be important soon, but he well, yeah, and he also started to, before the uh, before the battle royale. He talks to Midoriya and lets him know, look, I'm support class, but there's a lot of good people in support class, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take your place if you fall if you fall down. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna basically promote into the the uh, hero realm mm-hmm. if you guys if you guys screw up, and we're waiting. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, pretty solid episodes. A lot of excitement, a lot of uh, showcasing of abilities and teamwork and using all these different powers together. Yeah. Um, so, how um, did it even show how Sticky Balls got his uh, his headband stolen? Yes, at the end, it showed the, the vine-haired chick. Oh, yeah. Because it, it was, uh, oh, six-armed guy. Suyu, the frog girl, and Sticky Balls. They, the frog girl and Sticky Balls were hiding inside uh, the six-arm man. He made like a cocoon for him, but they had openings yeah. in the front and the back. Yeah, yeah. He made like a big Rasta uh, hat with them inside of it. Yeah, right? so they were doing some offense from inside, but it showed uh, Tree Girl, Tree Hair Girl, mm-hmm. have her hair creep in from the back and take the headband while they oh, were distracted. Okay. I totally missed that. Okay. Yeah. I, all I saw is when uh, when the frog girl was like, "How did you how did you lose the headband?" You know, like we've been inside this thing the whole time. Yeah, he yeah. had just like a slight opening, and 
Okay. So we have a couple things to discuss with this. Uh, first off, you know, when we were discussing this privately uh, beforehand, I'd mentioned, you know, you're going to like the stuff. There's, you know, tournaments and showcasing of powers and midnight. And you're like, what is this cryptid stuff you're talking about? Oh, no, what? midnight. You're, yeah. you midnight. You're like, oh, yeah, and midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of what do you think of midnight? <laughs> I dominatrix, and I, I like her. Um, I'm a little okay. So it seems like in conception, like when they when they created her, the creators created her. She was supposed to be racier. That's my idea because yep. she's got she's got basically she's dressed like a dominatrix. This thing that goes down the middle, and this you know g string and everything, and then rather than showing that she has a shirt underneath it. They just kind of changed the color of her skin at her hands, right? Yeah, it is very, very, very yeah. skin-tight fabric. If it is. It, it, I, if. Think, I, I think, like, in conception, she's supposed to be basically naked. <laughs> because they show, they show bouncing boobies and the whole deal. <laughs> the only thing they're yeah. not showing is so. yeah. they do. Yeah. Uh, they do uh, mention one point where it's, uh, yeah, midnight, the reason why hero costumes have regulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. But like honestly, I think they had to do the color change on her just so people would know that she wasn't naked. Mm -hmm. So they yeah. have, they have some good fan service. But <laughs> I love how like in the beginning they're just like you see the class of one A just like like they just they just call it out. They they know what it is. They call it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well and like it's it's just so funny because she's she's got the little little whip and stuff too <laughs> yep. which which makes sounds sometimes when she's you know punctuating a sentence Whoosh. <laughs> so yeah it's pretty hilarious yeah yeah i like her so yeah <laughs> all right and then our next little topic here we had uh daddy issues oh yeah we yeah, yeah. we so, start unfolding this story totoroki uh, half and half so and i noticed so like i was watching uh the uh, subtitled version while because our sound wasn't great. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was watching the sound, the uh, the subtitle one, and as the the dubbed one is, uh, he's calling his dad dear old dad, mm -hmm. and like he, but uh, I, I like in the in the subtitles it was something like that crappy old man or something like that. Yeah. Like, it showed like there was more like aggressive that he didn't really, it wasn't really dear old dad. Yeah. And that's something you'll see. Uh, if you watch something in dub then watch it in sub with the subtitles, you can see yeah. like how the translation differs. And then like sometimes within the dub, they may change some stuff around. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it gives a totally different take on it, you mm -hmm. know, like dear old dad, you know, it sounds like dear old dad. Yeah. But, but shitty old man. Know, right. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, and you can see that he's, he's very, he's very judged by his father because his father is the second best next to yep. uh, right? And they, they mentioned that, that, uh, what do they call him? The, the flame hero or yeah, flame hero endeavor, the second number two hero, number two hero, which has got a way on him. Oh um, yeah. Although like we all know that all might's not going to be around very long, which will, you know, yeah, we'll see number one unless midoriya you know jumps to the front yeah Whatever. And well, do, like you see how this hero 
Yeah, so, you know, Todoroki has half ice, half fire, so half of his body can do ice powers, while the other half has fire powers, but he don't want to use his fire power, because yep. his daddy. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh... Well, and they just keep on cutting to his dad in the audience, just giving him disapproving looks and stuff, <laughs> right? So. And did you see how there was, like, that one point where, you know, All Might's watching Deku with this, like, Oh, you're doing great. And then you got Endeavor watching Todoroki just like, yeah, no, you're screwed totally. up. Totally. You see the sort of difference there. Yeah. So. Well, and uh, Midoriya's dad breathes fire, right? We don't see too much of him, but. We haven't seen him. Um, and I don't know if we ever do. I, I don't remember seeing him at all. At the very beginning, like his mom can float some stuff and his dad can breathe fire. Mm -hmm. but he's got nothing yeah okay so how do you think this whole Todoroki dad thing is like what what are your thoughts on that what do you think it could be what do you think it's gonna be how do you think it's gonna play out I mean obviously with his dad you know kind of similar to uh Ida you know he's got he's got family that are top rank heroes and you know his dad uh, is obviously, I mean, this, this might be kind of the two different ways that it could play out. Mm -hmm. You've got uh, the one kid who's overly pressured for his whole life to be the world's best hero. Yeah. Because his dad's number two, which has got to make his hunger for it even greater than if he was ever number one. Mm -hmm. You know, he's always chasing all might. So uh, he's, uh, he feels like he's never quite good enough, even though he's, Super powerful, got a great quirk, mm -hmm. uh, very strong, but he's never getting his dad's approval. Okay, so you think it's? I gotcha. But it, I mean, it even goes to his dad. Like his dad is never good enough to beat All Might. Mm -hmm. You know, above All Might, All Might's the you know is the uh, the pinnacle. I'm gonna say there is a lot of great character development. Within the next few seasons, between those two, uh, just in those two in general, uh, Todoroki and Endeavor, and their relationship, and once you start realizing, like once they start showing what's happened, you're you're in for a treat. Okay, good. This is this is one of those like sort of side plots within this story that's just uh -huh. like well done, and there's a lot of twists and things involved that. Once you once you realize it, you're just blown away. Yeah. So. I, okay. So this is this not. Are we still talking about daddy issues? Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about dad. This is this is daddy issues. Oh, okay. Because I I had another thought. Yeah. Let's finish talking about daddy issues. Oh no! You can go ahead with your next thought. Well, I like the way that they um, try and make you think uh, that Midoriya's team is gonna lose they've got 70 points oh yeah but what it had ended up happening is that Midoriya's big move to use his uh to use his quirk to use uh, all for one and that he does without really hurting himself um mm -hmm. opens up a window for his teammate to be able to sneak in and get the next highest headband yeah which hey that's a good point there he did use one for all, and he didn't break his arm. 
Now, yeah. he didn't punch him. He used it to sort of push his arm away. He used the air. Yeah, slice through the air, he said. So, yeah, he used that force with his power to just push, you know, Icy Hot's arm out of the way. Yep. And, yeah, he didn't break it, so that's a plus. That's Yeah, that's that's huge. Like, he's done it one time, but the other time they did it with just his finger, he still broke his finger. Yeah. And then the time that he punched the big punching bag guy, I don't even know if that counts because it never really landed. You know? That is a good question. Does it count? Because that dude just absorbs the yeah. hits. Maybe it didn't even act technically hit. Or was it because they were mentioning, well, it was my first time actually trying to punch someone to hurt them. Right, yeah. And that's what they were thinking. Like, oh, this is my first time actually punching someone. So my body just instantly put uh, held back a bit. Yep, totally. So. Yeah, so anyway, so he, he did it. He didn't break anything. You see his arm go all crazy. You know, all mm-hmm. straight and stuff like the power's forcing through him. And he he said, my arm hurts, but it's not broken. Mm-hmm. And when he did that, uh, he created enough room for the bird guy to go in there and snatch out the other headband. Yeah. And slide them into fourth place and still in the running. Yep. And it wasn't Midoriya who did it. Right. It wasn't Midoriya. They had someone else win it for him. Which I think that's a pretty nice move. You know, you could have had Midoriya sneak out at the end and grab it last second. Because at the end, it was Midoriya, Todoroki, and Bakugo going right at it. And then, you know, they could have. They could have made it so where Midoriya got it. Some last minute crap. Nope. They didn't give him first place. and But they did keep him in the race. But the other thing is... It shows it shows teamwork working. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he was yes he was uh, using his power and yes he was the strongest piece of that. But while he was diverting them like that, it allowed his team to work. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing we see the uh, heroes at the lunch table talk about. We have the punch guy, uh, the wood dude, and uh, Mount Lady. They're talking yeah. about you know the whole situation about the cavalry battle. And they're like, yeah, well, this is a good training for, you know, heroes. Like you get to see what other people can do. You gotta, you gotta put your powers with other people's powers in situations that could be happening. You may get teamed up with people you don't know. It's how you use the powers and abilities at that situation. So, and he was just smoking, blowing smoke in their faces. Yeah. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Smoky guy. (laughs) Well, I mean, He's the most generic one anyway, you know, punchy dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How'd you like all the little background scenes? Did you catch those? All those little just sort of background scenes that really weren't the main scene, but there was all that little stuff going on in the back? Oh, yeah. I mean, I noticed a lot, but I was kind of trying to concentrate on the on the story. But yeah, there was all kinds of stuff happening. And they were just little, little, little gags. Yeah. Nothing, nothing really important, but... I mean, my favorite one was... You know, everybody cartwheeling in the back when they walked over. That was hilarious. They had the one point with the punchy guy and tree dude walking into the lunchroom, and then you see Mount Lady just standing there posing, getting all the pictures taken over from the reporters. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, another one was uh, Ida. Ida doing all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was doing his little straight arm movements. Yeah. And there's that one, which uh, it was after uh, the first thing that after the obstacle course you saw him there and his like he had that like look on his face just like 
he had like the sort of the dark cloud over him and everything. Yeah. And that was like that point where he's like, that's when he comes in the next round. Like, yeah, no, I can't help you. I got to do this for me. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So when they're showing everybody on the rankings all the way down, everybody's face and stuff. And the one hero was just basically uh, a dialogue bubble with cursing in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was his whole head. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you. It was sort of a background character I forgot even existed, but they have a spot in the future where uh, Class B is a little more prevalent for a couple se- for a couple episodes, uh, and you get to showcase that ability. Oh yeah, that is that's a cool ability. Yes, and now prevalent is means prevalent and relevant together, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I guess <laughs> <laughs> it's they get to a situation where they want a little more training with like not just the people they're used to so they want to yeah. throw in some random people so they decide to use uh the class b so now you got class a class b fighting so you can they can get them in some uh training well and that makes sense mm-hmm. okay so rather than like so i'm doing this other thing uh he who fights with monsters and it's kind of a uh RPG that's on the that's a book that they're doing it that's a uh, uh, audio book and blah blah blah. Okay. Um, but it's basically it's it's showing their training of these adventurers, mm-hmm. and rather than them uh, forming their group with everybody who they know has great synergies together, they throw everybody in that don't have good synergies so they can find out how to strategize because it's not always going to be the people that you want to be on your team the most that can, you know, bolster everything you can do. Yeah. And that's what this sort of cavalry battle did. Yeah. And uh, how do you like the business class? Oh yeah. They just sit there and talk shit. Yeah. Yeah. They just sat there and they just like, Oh, and they're the business class. There's no reason for them to be here. They're just selling stuff and talking stocks. Yeah. So I think that's just their commentary on critics in general. Mm. (laughs) The people who can't do anything just stand off to the side and talk shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how'd you like a little background uh, of the crowd? You mean Batman? Yeah, they have Batman. And then <laughs> Sharkman. They had like two scenes they kept replaying, and they would like switch it from one side to the other, like flip, reverse the screen on it so it looks like yeah. it's different. Yeah, and that always, I mean, that always uh, sparks my uh, my interest and, and my imagination, like, because they have just people that, for no reason whatsoever and they don't give you anything on them besides you know they got a puppy dog for a head or yeah. you know they got a they've got a, a cloud of smoke for a face or whatever you know yeah. and they don't tell you anything about it it's just that's just life there you know that's just how things exist in this world yep makes it a little more real because there you are in the crowd you have sort of regular looking people then you have weird looking people you get there was a shark man there was batman there was the dude with the dog on his head there was a couple other costumes in the crowd, and it was it was nice to see that. Like that's one of the things I like. It, it they have all this little attention to the details yeah. that they didn't need to throw. It could have been just some generic stuff, but they added a little little touch to it. Yeah, but it makes you wonder. Like the, the, it, it sparks interest. Yeah, and yeah, and you're not going to get any more on it, but they're there. You know. Yeah. So, all right. So the first battle was an obstacle course. The next one was the cavalry battle. What do you think yeah. the things? 
What's the next thing going to be? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, staring contest? <laughs> hey, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, the blue-haired guy. That, oh, the blue-haired guy. Which we don't... I mean, they showed his name. I think it was like Shin, Shinan... Shin, it started with an H. I can't remember exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, or S. Sorry. It started with an S. Uh yeah, they showcase him like, okay, he is someone that's gonna be relevant soon. Yeah. What What do you think of him? I mean, there's not much that they. Okay, so one thing that I've, in my very limited experience with anime, I have learned that the most uh, nonchalant, you know, look very uninterested, droopy-eyed people are usually the biggest badasses. You know, yeah. <laughs> like you'll see someone that's like leaned over against the wall and then all of a sudden he chopped off everybody's head you know like so he's got that kind of aura to me like i get that feeling from him yeah what if i could tell you he's gonna go head to head against midoriya and almost win like oh, yeah. legitimately yeah. almost win uh-huh do you yeah. think that's true you think i'm lying I mean, generally speaking, yes. I think you're lying, <laughs> but probably not in this instance. All right. What do you think is pop- <laughs> like? I mean, he doesn't showcase any powers, but what do you think? Like, oh come on! <laughs> I don't know anything about this guy yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you give a guess. What do you think his power is going to be? Uh, okay. Uh, oh, geez. Um, if he's beating Midoriya, I mean, so. Midoriya's only real power is that he's got the one for all, mm-hmm. right? So, which is, I mean, even that itself is still kind of amorphous. You don't know if it's just super strength or what it is because he's already used it in a couple of ways. Mm-hmm. He's used it to, you know, to propel himself. He's used himself to be really fast. So what counters that? I don't know because I don't really know the extent of that power. So yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and what you think about that class B kid who uh, can touch other people, take their ability for yeah, a couple was, minutes? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, you got five minutes. You can only use one at a time, which mm-hmm. is kind of lame because if it lasted for five minutes, you could do like ten of them. That yeah. would be that would be better, you know. So you know, I, I, I've I've seen characters like that before. Um, in Marvel, there's like the uh, super adaptoid or whatever, you know, they or yeah. the super thrall or whatever, you know, that takes over everybody's powers and uses them. Yeah, they're they're all right. I mean, okay. it's the ultimate in um, in lazy writing. <laughs> Here, I take yours. I take yours. I don't need my own. You know, whatever. So, um, good with the uh, you know all for one. Or, I mean, one for all. Uh, yeah, I do that power, that power, being transmitted through like DNA and stuff. What do you think would happen if he touched him? If he touched Midori or All Might, and tried to use that power? Oh, so, oh, so I think I think he could totally, if he was able to steal it, mm-hmm. then he could totally kill himself with it. And you think? Do you think he would be able to like hit? I, I, number one, I'm. Not- sure he would be able since it's not that sort of a, a trait yeah a, um i don't know that he'd be able to steal it 
And if he was and he used it, he would totally destroy himself. I would think it would go one of two ways. Either because one for all is transferred by DNA. I mean, if you're just touching it, you're not actually inheriting the power. So maybe because generally you think, yeah, if he just randomly in, just ingested that power, oh, he would explode. Like how All Might was saying in the first season. You have to be trained to take this power. If you're not trained... That's yeah. it. Yes, that's it. That's exactly right. but, if, if he really used it, he would he would break every bone in his body. Since he's not inheriting it, essentially, and he's just like, he just touched the guy, sort of got that power for a little bit, what if he's able to use it full on, 100%? And with no consequences? Do you I, think? Do you think that's possible? No. No? It doesn't sound possible to me at all, um, because the uh, the power itself being used, at, you know, especially for an untrained person, mm-hmm. being used at a hundred percent is it wreaks havoc on someone's body. Like you yeah. saw it the first time Midoriya tried to use it, yeah, just we, like we see how oh, yeah, it affects Midoriya. So, and this is and that was after he had trained for it. You know, yeah. So if this untrained guy is able to take it, I don't see like I don't see why he wouldn't kill himself using it. That'd be interesting to see. I don't know. I just I'm just, I, I'm just curious what you thought. This is the thought. I, this is the thing that uh, sparked my interest. Is since it was a DNA thing, someone yanking out a hair and feeding it to you. What if someone else yanked out one of Midoriya's hairs and ate it? Does that mean they've got it now too? Maybe. I mean. No one knows what the power is, and no one knows how to transfer the power. So that'd be a very sort right. of accidental happen. So if that would be interesting to figure power, out, yeah. Right? Like, anyway, so, yeah. But the other thing is, it's also gone from generation to generation to generation. It doesn't, the information doesn't have to come from Midoriya. It could come from anyone on down the line, someone finding out. Yeah. Huh, anyway. It's interesting. So, <laughs> all right. I'm hair pulling motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the, the hair pulling villain. Yeah, right. He pulls people's hair and eats it. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure you probably can figure uh, there's definitely going to be a tournament, a fighting tournament. Right. Yeah. Who do you like? Who would who do you want to see in those matchups? Like who who would be like your top say two or three combos for that tournament? Um, okay, so um Pakago and half and half. Okay. Uh Steel Boy and, and, and the wood guy, you know, the two invulnerable guys. Yeah. Going at it. Um, All right. Who else? I don't know. Oh who is like who's the most physically strong one? Um, we know physically strong. I mean, Sugar Rush probably the Sugar Rush guy. Uh, if he has some sugar, uh, I mean, Deku obviously the strongest if he can use yeah. his power. Um, right, right, right. If you're just talking straight on physical, no powers, it'd probably be the Sugar Rush guy. Okay, so I'd like to see the Sugar Rush guy against Sticky Balls. Just to see, <laughs> just to watch him get beat up. Jelly smear on the ground. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Laser Boy could beat Sticky Balls. 
Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for you to watch the matchups. Uh, Who's your matchups? Who do you, who do you want to see? If we're going to talk about like the classes, uh, to going all out, I would want to see. I want to see the Deku Bakugo fight. Like you know, it's going to happen. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see. I think Ida versus Tokoyami, the the bird guy. So speed guy versus the bird guy. I would I think that'd be interesting if they were both sort of at their peak potential. Yeah. Okay. And then, oh, I don't know for a third one. I would want. Yeah, you know what? I would want to see the ball guy. Face off against. Oh, yeah! Screw it, laser guy. I want to see the two worst go at it. Ball guy and laser guy. Let's see how they can fight it off. So, I mean, you got to as horrible as a character as he is. Mineta, yeah. I think is his name. Uh, yeah, he can use those balls pretty good. You see him showcasing it a few times where he's using them pretty solidly. Yeah. Yeah, and I, we haven't seen him hit the limit where he starts bleeding yet, and he's chucked yeah. a lot of balls, man. Oh yeah, that last uh, when they were running down the field, he was he was throwing them with wild abandon, man. Yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, but like, so the the two invulnerable guys, mm-hmm. like, so that the hardening just, and steel, the hardening and steel, like just them battering at each other. To see the limits of their vulnerability, yeah. like I'd really like to see that. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. I'm gonna because, tell you. Go he, ahead, uh, Kirishima. Yeah. Oh, he gets good later on, like real good. Okay. There's there's a fight. Oh, you're gonna love it. Okay. He he showcases his abilities real well. Sweet. Uh, I think it's like the fourth season. Okay. Or maybe the fifth. It might be the beginning of the fifth. I don't remember, but it's, it's a few seasons away. But oh man. Yeah, I should be there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, there is like twenty-one more, or no, twenty episodes for you to watch. So. <laughs> Wait. In, so, are you sure that's are that that's not just like adding on to the? There's actually twenty-five. Yes. Uh, so the way you're the way you're watching it through Hulu, uh, it just keeps going numerical. So right. instead of restarting on season two at number one, it went to what fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So you will be. It's like episode thirty-eight, and you should be done with this because there is twenty-five episodes in season two. Oh, sweet. Okay. So yeah, see how fast you get through those. I don't remember. I don't think the tournament stuff is the end. I think uh, this uh, school festival gets done, and then there's another sort of arc within it. Okay. So, and if it's if it's what I'm thinking, this could be another good one. Okay, so the so the um, this competition isn't done yet. So this is only two of them so far out yeah. of four. Uh, I don't remember. If there's three or four. Okay, it, it seems like they they when they showed the little menu, it was four of them. It so, might be. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, we get this is just a little thing to showcase their powers to get uh. 
other heroes and agencies to start looking into them and like mm, writing down some notes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yep. All right. Do you have anything else to add here from these episodes of what you're expecting, what you want to see, how you felt? I'm just enjoying the ride, man. Honestly, it's yeah. it's, it's very interesting and and uh, again, like I, I I told you before, I don't have any like background with anime, like. Mm-hmm. I of things and it wasn't anything that i really felt compelled to continue to to watch mm-hmm. and this is like i'm i'm already uh wrapped up in the characters yeah i'm excited to see how you you know how, when you start seeing the actual character growth now that we're sort of seeing their abilities what they can do currently and then watching them go through all their struggles and then start adapting their abilities and going beyond what they can do now i'm excited to see how you react to that yeah, and I, I, I like that. Like, that's – so, obviously, at the beginning, it's a bunch of exposition. Like, this is the world. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this is the, the, the big broad strokes that we're painting with. This is your main character, blah, blah, all that stuff. Once all that stuff is established, and it seems like that's what they've been doing, mm-hmm. they can start, like, getting into the nuts and bolts, the fine-tuning of who you're seeing, yeah. you know, which I'm excited to, to see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a good show. I'm excited. I'm glad you like it. Yep. I'm definitely glad to continue talking about this with you because it's, it's good to see you enjoy it. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> so thank you very much. Hey, not a problem. Um, I guess we'll probably up, rent, uh, end up uh, wrapping it up here. So... As again, I don't know if you have anything to plug yet. I no, I got nothing to plug. I got my life is empty besides you, Thomas. <laughs> oh man, you're the one fills my life with joy. Oh, you're gonna you know make me cry, man. It's the heart thing with the heart squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start pulling a Deku. <laughs> you're gonna excuse me. I'll, I'm gonna start pulling a Deku. Oh, good. Just, just crying, <laughs> crying. No, 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 not that. <laughs> Uh, well alright man it was good having you and I guess I'll uh, I'll get back with you once you hit the season 3 alright on the flip my man it's last I'll catch you later man alright bro bye later thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed for more content created by yours truly go ahead and check out my socials at mylinks.ai slash dirtycaz that's d-e-r-t-y-q-a-z if you have any comments or questions about the show, you can go ahead and email me from from friend to weeb at gmail.com. <laughs>